Yeah. So I, I have a question that I want to like pose to you guys and see what you think on it. Mm-hmm. So every year, like most OS comes out with more like integrated apps, mm-hmm. right? And it's constantly like building like ecosystems and stuff like that, especially Apple, mm-hmm. you know, but all, all OSs is, are Apple's doing Apple's come with the OS. Google, it comes with the Pixel and none of the other phones at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that there's a possibility that like way down the line... The Pixel camera. App. The APK. App Store c- could almost be done away with and just all software is theoretically like pre-built and pre-run by the manufacturer. Well, isn't that what Windows is? What do you mean? Windows, you download an .exe or an .msi file and you install that and you just get it from the web. No, I think what he means is that the operating system basically comes with all the functionality you'll ever need built no, in. No, What do you mean? Like, I mean... Like it's whole- more like add-ons as opposed to a big network of apps. I mean, isn't that what it already is? I mean... We are approaching that. I mean, a lot of phones come with all... Like, a lot of phones... I, I think I think the only thing... Apps is, are just like good interfaces for websites now. That's all they are. Yeah. And and I think most... Sure. I think a lot of phones come with almost all the apps that, that a lot of people need. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of... I think it's just like, It's just a matter of licensing, you know? Yeah, it's just like, messages and like phone and stuff. All that's but built But do you think the these OS. manufacturers can now start squeezing out, you know, these app creators? There's well, actually a lot of concern over that. I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but there is a lot of concern over that. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting at anything. I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on this. Mm. I mean, you need... But I want to hear what you're talking about, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's concern uh, over um, the way... <sighs> The way both, I think both Apple and Google run their stores, and that like they think some people think it's anti-competitive. Yeah. Um. And and like that, obviously Google wants you to use their services over everybody else's. It's kind of like it's kind of like we have this open marketplace, okay. right? The but the web exists, and the web works on everything ever. It is this kind of thing that you're sort of talking about, like. Mm-hmm manufacturers like companies instagram and reddit and and what other websites exist i don't know facebook like all these independent guys like all of these things exist and you go to their website and that code will run on whatever device right you you use it with right? right apps are definitely across the board better than websites mm-hmm that was a huge debate when Apple came out with, oh, you know, we're not going to have an app store. Apple started like that. The first iPhone didn't have an app store. It, it just was like, web apps. hey, just make web apps. And Jobs was like, yeah, this is going to work. And then there was a huge revolt and rioting in the streets, and everybody was like, give us an app store that we can make native apps on. And now they've gone all the way in the other direction because iOS hates PWAs. I mean, Apple's position for years has been we have the one open platform and that's the web mm-hmm. and then we have this proprietary one which is the app store and it's like if you want to make an app that works everywhere just use the web you but know the web is horrible compared <laughs> to apps yeah apps are way faster 
and they save data and they're much more reliable so and they're I th- better. I think I think what we're talking about is like a big scale of quality. Think about games. You could never run a game non natively like through the web. Like like a graphical the only way that you can have access to all of the advancements that Apple makes in their processors every year is if you have a native app. Well, there's WebASM. But it's like nothing compared to Metal. Yeah. Which, which is the core thing that Apple uses for native apps. It's like drastically better. Yeah. So I definitely agree that apps are much better than, you know, websites. Mm-hmm. But from like Apple's perspective, if Apple made every app, those app quality would just skyrocket. Well, the mail app is garbage and the Gmail app is awesome. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with your thinking. Uh-huh. I think the more things that the big tech companies decide to take into their own hands, the the better. The thing is, they just the, the part of part of what makes these companies successful is that they're focused, right? right. Um, so, like I think Julian and I had this conversation before. Apple that doesn't if, make a calculator app on the iPad because they believe that they don't have a way to make a better calculator app for the iPad than the ones that exist in the store already. That's true. They have stated that. But uh, if... if Federiki um, said that <laughs> in an interview with MKBHD. Really? Yeah. That's hilarious. But I was going to say, though, if, um, if, uh, if either Google or Apple made a mirrorless camera, <laughs> it, it would... It would obliterate everything. It would just... Yeah. Yeah. It would... It would the only thing that makes Sony cameras better than your iPhone is the larger sensor. And mm-hmm. if you put like Apple's software on a Sony camera, you would have the best camera ever created by humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but are they go- are they going to do that? Probably not, Doubt it. because it's too much of a tangent from their main yeah. objective. And also, the, honestly, the market for professional mirrorless cameras is very small. Right. I mean, to be frank, these companies probably view those type of cameras as becoming more and more niche, which they yeah, are. They are. Um, necessary but niche yeah uh so anyways yeah i think i think i think i do agree i think that the more things that that they take into their own hands the the better the quality is if you could build your own system if you could build a device what would it look like like it's a phone replacement phone replacement yeah i think we've pretty much idealized the phone i can't imagine i can't really imagine changing it much does it have an app store yes yes it does yeah mine does mine does that's the whole point of a computer to me is that you that can, can run you can program it yeah you know i don't think it just runs the web i think like my dream phone there was less of an emphasis on third-party apps the os and everything was just like so integrated that it was almost the need for downloading anything extra if you mm-hmm. want to use reddit on your phone what do you do with within your in your phone i think in my phone it's too idealistic and something like that might not work other than maybe if they had like something that was in between an app and a web page that it could like infuse like the news app android it, it has was more that. like it would be more an app would be more like a plug-in like an integration into a system that's already what it is android has that it's called a. It's called a. Um, Apple has it too now. What is it called? An instant app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an app that you don't have to install. You can open it from a web link and then it just yeah. runs. Is that kind of what you're getting at? I'm thinking of like a, a plugin that. Um, See, here's the thing. From a user's perspective, 
it looks like, oh, this is a mail app and this is a, you know, this is a Reddit app, right? But honestly, all it is, is in real life, there is the OS, iOS, and then all of these apps are just plugins to iOS that extend its functionality. That's literally how Apple thinks about it already. And yeah. that's what already exists. Apps are so limited in what they're able to do. They're like plugins. Mm-hmm. I think it could be even smaller, though. I think I, I think we are heading toward what you're talking about. I think the trend is in that direction. I was just away? trying. I was just trying to open my phone and like count how many of my apps are Google apps. Like, what what permissions would you take away from apps on your iPhone? Third party apps. What permissions? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What do you want apps not to have access to that they have access to now? How would you limit it further? I want my OS to increase in its functionality in a seamless, well-thought-out way to accomplish a much broader range of tasks in a much more logical approach. You like the design team at Apple, and you want Apple to design all apps ever. Essentially. Yeah. But, like... If you had a design team that was just better and they were working for another company, that pro- that would be fine. But other design companies are just not as good as Apple is at design. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, how many app developers are better than Apple's team? It's not even the app developers, though. It's just the design teams. Because that's all you're using. That's all you're accessing, you know? I don't know. It'd be cool if ones could build websites that could then be, like, stored as an app. That's called apps. a PWA. Yeah. PWA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a progressive web app. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like those concepts, but I think that's a little bit in practice. They're where I'm garbage. To, get away to be honest, <laughs> it's a good concept though. Yeah, but the web is not capable enough. The web will envelop more and more. What if the iCloud enhance and grow even further in what it's capable of doing, and essentially turns into a web of its own? The iCloud. Yeah. So everything that. Like, it's an enhanced version of the web where things can be run off of it, different services, things hosted or whatever. But now it's backed by the processing power of Apple's servers. Amazon servers are better than Apple's servers, and that's what okay. the web runs on already. If AWS goes down, two-thirds of the web goes down with it yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, what he's saying is that if web apps... Google and Facebook stay up. <laughs> yeah. What he's saying is that if web apps could run natively and like actually good if they actually got something to work really well in that regard but natively in iCloud right like it's a virtual experience of what the do you app think iCloud virtually. is Apple's servers like running a virtual instance of something in Apple's servers you're talking about basically a private internet run by Apple yeah right <laughs> you just want Apple to run literally everything ever <laughs> yeah why not I mean <laughs> like, yeah you want, you want a monopoly I w- <laughs> I think, like, if we're talking about what creates the best experience, I think what clutters clutters the experience and adds friction is too many people trying to, like, impose their ideas, whereas Apple just makes things so much more succinct. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're at the beginning, like, th- theoretically, if... You just want Apple to be given complete control over everything and left alone. I would love to see what that would look like. And <laughs> So here's the thing. Amazon it- makes great servers. Fantastic, stinking amazing servers. They're the blazingest, fastest servers in the universe, right? Do they really? They do. That's why they're so popular. And mm. they make extremely scalable. It's like massive. Obviously, Google 
can be better in but it's not a skill anyway amazon makes great servers right so then the difference is there's a transition point between amazon and clients like devices right isps and then like your whatever browser you're using and then the operating system and all that right so those are all lines mm -hmm. you're saying if apple controlled the entire end-to-end -end experience then those transition points would not be bottlenecks like they are right now i i think i kind of understand where you're coming from too um i hate whatsapp i only use it because i have to use it because everybody else uses it well, that's why everybody should adopt rcs but we can talk about that later if you yeah want. i hate what's rcs real quick Rich Communication Services. It's the it's successor the it's to SMS. It's open source iMessage. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. Mm -hmm. And and Android has started to adopt it. Yeah. Poorly, but anyways. By 2022, all new phones will use it. Use it. Yeah, all, all Android Sweet. phones. All I can't ones. wait. Okay, so stupid. All fun fact all, here. All all manufacturers. Really annoying fun fact, but Google Fi does not support. That's RCX. idiotic. Good God. <laughs> As amazing as Google Fi has been so far, that is like the dumbest thing it's I've so seen. Dumb. It's because it interferes with Google Fi's ability to um, allow you to log into your Fi account on any device and text. They're going to work it out, though, obviously. Cool. Yeah. If they're making everybody else work right. it out, they're yeah. going to work it out. Yeah, Anyways, what was I going to get at? Oh, yes. I hate that I have to download this third-party WhatsApp, and yeah. I hate that WhatsApp has a, like, I hate that it doesn't obey material design. Right. I'm sure it doesn't, it doesn't obey Apple's design guidelines not. either. It's hideous. Yeah. It, it, it just, looks like it's from it, 2007. It feels like an intruder on my phone. And it is Facebook. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Or uh, what the heck are they calling themselves Meta. now? Meta, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, I hate it, right? And uh, yeah, I wish I could I wish I could just get away with using Google Messages, but of course, you know, Google's history of messaging apps is hideous. Yes. But um even more so than WhatsApp, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, although Hangouts was great for just a, f a year or two. It was really good until yeah. they just killed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just said, "No." <laughs> Apple users were getting into I it know, and then I, they killed it. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> they just love killing things. Anyway. You had you had a success yeah. and you killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had one stroke of genius I and had, I and, had a OnePlus 5. No, a OnePlus 1 with Hangouts on it and I used it as my default messaging app. And I was living in utter bliss for two years, and then it died. I was using it on my Nexus. I was using it on my computers, yeah. and I got all my I, right. uh, my iOS friends to use it to, I did to too. group chat with me. Mm -hmm. Yep. Same. Anyways, though, and you could do backslash ponies, and it would just run across the screen, and so it was like super cool. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, um, anyways, though, so yeah, I think I get what you're saying. Like in a world where we don't have to download stinky WhatsApp yeah. to do what we need to do. Like if only if only we could use a first party messaging app or first party everything. Yeah. Right? Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. yeah. First party things are better and therefore if everything was first first party everything would be better, right? Yeah. I think what I'm also envisioning is like a complete redesign where apps necessarily don't function as apps. Like everything is integrated. All, it's all just one hundred percent an integration. Mm hmm And then that's where things start becoming more plugins than applications. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah. Right. Like in the case of messages, what if the primary way that you interacted with messages was through the notifications? I mean, that already is the primary way we interact with it. True. Uh, like we've, I think I open the message app from a notification more often than I do from the launcher. Oh, of course. So yeah. if they integrated it more, it would just be a feature of the operating system, right? That's kind of what you're getting are, at. Yeah, too, kind right? of held back by the home screen. That could use an update. Uh huh. The springboard. Mm hmm. The idea of just like the idea of this page where you select an app. Yeah. Maybe it's a little. Maybe it's outdated. I don't know. That kind of scares me. Yeah. I can't even imagine what we would do instead. I don't think there's anything better to move to yet. Yeah. But I but think, I think there could be. There could be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've heard. It sounds like you're getting kind of also into UX. Yeah. And I've heard some. I've heard some discussions over like the future of UX. And I know I've seen like. Um, the HomePod's UX is nothing. <laughs> and that's very popular. Yeah. You know, Alexa. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen some UX designs. I think I think Fuchsia, some of the beta versions of Fuchsia were even using this, where like your workflow is task oriented rather than app oriented, yeah. mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can't exactly explain how that works, but it makes more sense, obviously, for humans as humans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think another thing, you know, while we're at it, another thing that's going to contribute to that is uh, for voice assistants to get smarter, right. natural language interfaces. Yeah, you know, because if Siri, Siri and <laughs> Siri and Google Assistant already integrate a lot of features that we relied on apps for. Right, right, and if they they might get to a point i mean this also kind of scares me but we might get to a point where the way you interact with your computer is just by telling it what you want to do yeah i have to say i never use the calculator app on my phone ever i just ask siri or i use the 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 spotlight search mm. which does it within it mm -hmm. really i didn't know that mm -hmm. yeah i just do something divided by something in spotlight search and it gives me so i've never i haven't opened the calculator app on my phone in years the other day i was looking at uh, restaurant in Google Maps and I found out that you can just like order now directly from Google yeah. Maps and it's like and it's superior and it's it was great it was easy I clicked on it and Google already you're using had a my familiar user card. interface you're using a company you trust already mm -hmm. uh-huh Google already had my credit card information I was just able to purchase yeah. it right through that Google paid them I didn't have to worry about giving them my credit card information I didn't have to worry about anything like that. Companies mm -hmm. are kind of arbitrary, to be honest. Companies are kind of arbitrary. How else are you going to make money as a, like a person, though? You're not, but as a user, tasks is the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what, like what you're saying, like integration, you know, um, just like it's just it's just a whole uh, cohesive experience. And, and yeah. like, you know, because like you were saying, Google Maps integrating a feature that you would normally have to go to another app for, right? And that that pretty much can only be done if with a, you know, if everything is developed by first MacBook, party. You can create a feature length film and never use anything other than Final Cut and Logic and and just Apple software. I mean, I could create a feature-length film on this phone. But like a good one, you know, like a professional, like fully... Right. You know. Except for the recording part. <laughs> well, yeah, you'd have to use like a camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. true. But like software-wise. Well, uh, the iPhone now supports ProRes and decent quality audio. Mm -hmm. I mean, not like... If you mention cinematic mode, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not talking about like the video stabilization on this phone mm-hmm. is eerily, on the pixel. eerily still. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I actually agree with that. And I mean, I hate I hate to say it, but I, I think Google has a head start on achieving that uh, utopia that you you speak of. Over well, Apple, they just own so much already. Yeah, I would. I just. I They've just did the math. So I just did the math, and fifty-three percent of the apps on my phone yeah. are Google first-party apps. Mm-hmm. Versus, that's not true for iPhone for me. So. Yeah, well, I know. I just as an iOS user, I I used to have all Google apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the second I got an iPhone, I would delete all iOS apps, and I would yeah. put on Google Calendar, Gmail. Like everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I moved to iPhone, I forced myself to use every first-party Apple app immediately. So that's slowly over the years. And then I discovered all the all. integrations between apps and between the OS that Apple has that you just can't do if you're a third-party app. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the limitation. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I have two Google apps. I have Google Calendar and Gmail on my homepage. But... What irritates me about that is I also have the calendar app and the regular mail app on my homepage. And it's, I would love if they were just combined, but there's certain things that I, I can't get rid of and I have to have both of them on there. I've learned to live with the limitations of the Apple stuff. I've just deprived myself of, of the better stuff that Google has just for the sake of integration. For example, if you text me a Apple Music song, it'll show up in my Apple Music app. Mm-hmm. That's an example of the integration that wouldn't happen if I used the Gmail app. Or if uh, you text someone a photo, it shows, shows up, up in, their, in, photos. in their photo library. Whereas Automatically. If somebody texted you over WhatsApp, it wouldn't. You wouldn't have that. You wouldn't it have would stay within the WhatsApp app. The and song. that's why my WhatsApp app is six gigabytes. <laughs> That's so funny because it's the opposite with Android, because Android, um, Android does not. Uh, Android allows apps to, uh, to an extent, to access a shared storage. I think which that's is, cool. Which is different from iOS because the apps are in within are sandboxed. Are, are sandboxed. They can't access each other's data, yeah. right? So, so in Android, when someone texts me a photo. Um, I believe it is not in my photos app. It remains in messages until, unless I download it. But that sounds more soundbox than the Apple. Well, what I was going to say though, uh-huh. WhatsApp on the other hand stores everything in a folder on the device, it's random. which Google photos automatically recognizes. Got it. So it's what actually, it's actually it on, pretty though? stinking annoying because yeah, I know. all the crap that goes to WhatsApp group chats that I have muted is in my photos. That's just yeah. Yeah. But I have but you can set Google Photos so those folders are excluded. If so that's what I do. Isn't an issue. All of these problems kind of go away. I actually have a very <laughs> different vision for an ultimate operating system than you have. I'd love to hear it. I have an unbelievable admiration for the openness and the developer-centric focus of the App Store. Every t- year, Google or Apple does WWDC, and they spend, you know, the first half hour talking about their incredible developer culture that they've cultivated. 
all the different apps. And I love that anybody in the world can make an app. They can pay $99 to Apple and get a year of being able to make whatever app they want. Man, so free and open. A hundred dollars a year. They can create anything they want within Apple's walled garden that they wouldn't be able to make if Apple didn't allow them the privilege of entering. You could fund an African for a year, or you could put an app on the App Store. <laughs> but the cool thing about that is that anybody who has an idea can make it a reality if they just teach them it's very accessible mm -hmm. in in america mm -hmm. you know like most kids could do that the line between first and third party will go away we'll all just be one big team you know the people <laughs> anybody can make any app they want so and anybody can help develop the os so it, it is all one party <laughs> instead of 99 dollars, it'll be a suggested donation <laughs> I agree that the line between first party and third party apps should not exist, but I would honestly say don't make everything first party, make everything third party, and then everything becomes first party. Everything third party. Everything should be third party, and then everything would be first party. Now that... Because it'd be the only party. That is the former approach of Windows when Windows was good. Yeah. It's the web approach. Windows. Everything is just as valuable as everything else on the web. Right. Before Windows 8, Windows was the Wild West. Yeah. Microsoft made the operating system and put it out, and people could make whatever they wanted for it, and everything was a level playing field, pretty much. I mean, of course, there was always a few first-party first apps. first-party apps, but they had to follow the same rules as any third-party app developer. Yeah, because and they weren't smart enough to use anti-competitive techniques right. like any Apple and Google. Any third-party <laughs> app developer, therefore, had just as much foundational-level access to the OS as any first-party app. Mm -hmm. So I think you should just give that to all apps, to all developers. Do you kind so, of understand what I'm saying, though, that your utopia and Cole's utopia can both be realized? Yeah, I think our two separate utopian idealistic perspectives, I think are very similar. I just think in mine, the way of it conveying the content is utilized in a different way. I mean, if you think about it, most apps are just trying to display content. Right. Reddit, Instagram, all of this stuff is just trying to, to display content. Mm -hmm. The feed approach that Instagram has or TikTok would not work with Reddit, though. Or it kind of does. But the yeah. full screen feed thing. Social networks are just, they're their own, they're their own beast. That's for sure. Like, like Reddit is to display text primarily. TikTok is to display, display videos primarily. Instagram is to display photos primarily. Mm -hmm. So, you know... All of this, all of this stuff, I mean, th this is, this would make it very difficult to differentiate between TikTok and like different ones. But, you know, the sharing of content all comes down to text, video, mm -hmm. audio, maybe a weird combination in video games mm -hmm. of those mm -hmm. forms of media, mm -hmm. you know? Well, video games are kind of their own thing too. They have their own world, their own interface. Right. 
But what I'm saying is in the world where Apple built this whole system, including like its own version of the internet, mm-hmm. where all text, all photos, all audio are in this shared universe, and then Apple dictates how that content appeared, how it's searched, all of this stuff. And it makes content providers focused on making good content and competing as far as good content goes and less about functionality of the app. Are you talking about are you talking about um, Apple making a superior social network? Not exactly. I, I think the thing that I'd like to differentiate here is let's say it's a dictatorship versus the free market. And essentially you're saying the design language would be a dictatorship whereas the content space would be a free market. And you're saying that the design language should be a dictatorship because Apple makes the best design ever, and we should just go with that design because it's the best. And then everybody could just do content, which other people are better at. So with that in mind, one would think in a completely free market, which is kind of almost what we have now with the App Store and what Windows was, Mm -hmm. the best design language would win and people would be able to try things and then new trends would catch on and everybody would go with that. But what actually happens is you have WhatsApp, who is such a monopoly that they don't have to innovate and they don't have to make their design better, staying with what was popular at the moment in 2007 that they designed an app. Reconcile all of that stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. With this new system, it would force the junky content providers out. It would force everybody to update to the current standard, but then no innovation would ever happen again. Unless it was Apple innovating, and more emphasis was placed on content, good content. Mm. I think it would be a temporary solution it would be a good temporary thing that right now would fix a lot of problems. But then long term, it, I don't know. I think something would have to change I think again. I think what you're talking about is the ability to market oneself. Let's say that Reddit just got this prodigy designer on the Reddit team. And this guy came up with the next big thing in user experience design. Which they definitely did not. They Reddit did has not. been getting more annoying. Right, but let's say it happened. Then everybody would be like, Oh my goodness, Reddit figured it out. Let's all copy Reddit. And then Apple would copy Reddit and say, hey, let's all look like this. Which is honestly, I mean, it happened with Google. <laughs> I mean, Google figured out material design and then everything kind of went flat. I thought Apple started that with no iOS 7. iOS 7 came before material design. Did it? Mm-hmm. Android was skeuomorphic before uh, oh, material. So, so Windows Phone came out and that was the flat design. And then everybody was like, oh, that's really good. The tiles and all that. No, Apple started it. Windows Phone came quite a bit before iOS 7. Hmm. I remember Windows coming out and like loving it. Like their idea where I like built a custom made like desktop on my Mac that looked just like Windows in this like super, super weird way. Windows Phone and then iOS 7 and then Windows 8. Hmm. Hmm. Windows, You're right, they did start it. Windows started. Microsoft really did start it. Microsoft. 2002, this is Microsoft released Windows Media Center, and in 2006, the Zune MP3 player, this both of I'm which saying. contained elements of flat design. Microsoft created the design trend that the entire world is using now, mm-hmm. and that wouldn't have happened if Apple was the dictatorship on okay, design. I have a counterpoint to that, though. Windows failed completely. But now Apple has good ideas from it. Continue. I have a counterpoint to that. Um, Mostly just that I don't think flat design is a bad thing. And I don't think the ubiquity of it is necessarily a bad thing either. I think skeuomorphism uh, 
I agree it's good for now. I just think there's going to be something better in the future. There could be. I think skeuomorphism got less useful. It's not useful anymore for our devices to look like real things. It was a transition period because people were used to using things. Mm -hmm. But you think about the way you use your phone, right? You interact with a lot of objects that don't behave like real world objects. And you're used to it, right? The physics are wrong anyway. Exactly. So having things on your phone be flat makes more sense. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. But like this, it's a, it's a 2D playing, right. playing field. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think what they what, what we realized gradually is that uh, the physics of of interacting with a touchscreen don't have to make sense in real life. Yeah. For them to make sense to our brains. Right. And skeuomorphism was only going to hold that back. I agree. I just think I like the idea that anybody anywhere can come out with the next big thing mm-hmm. and it can catch on. Yeah. And and I think limiting that is something I dislike. Which is why, I mean, the concept that I was kind of getting at, right? But if everything was first party, in that everything then nothing was third would party, be. then nothing would be, right? Exactly. Exactly. You see, if it was the same, if the same collective, right, which I guess ideally would be all of society, yeah. if the same collective was responsible for developing the operating system as also the apps, mm-hmm. there would be... Everyone would be first if party. Everybody was just like, I'm, we're all on no the same team. And no one would team. be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I would like. Yeah. If, if Apple owned all of society but, and then Apple disappeared. Which, so, so, <laughs> so that, that inherently achieves your goal. Yeah. Right. But for Cole's goal to also be achieved, everyone has to be cooperating. Right. Right. Which is not going to happen in real life. No. Yeah, no. No. But everyone has to be like, Oh, I'm going to develop a camera app. And mm-hmm. then, you know, whoever's working on the photos app has to work with them to make sure everything integrates nicely. I guess you I'm know? saying that the lack of good design sometimes is worth the potential of great design sometimes. WhatsApp exists and Windows Phone exists. You see? So bad you're saying we need bad to remind us no. to compare to good? No, no, no. I'm saying that you're going to have WhatsApp not care about design, but you're also going to have Microsoft suddenly care about design. Mm-hmm. And both of those things exist in this free market that exists. Because it's free. Yes. But if you limited it, then everything would be in the middle all the time. Right. And I'm saying the badness is worth the goodness. Right. It's true. It's true. If my phone had 100% Google Apps on it, I would be like, man, I it really wish boring. I had at least one ugly app. No, no. <laughs> Just like some apps are designed better than first-party apps, still today. Yeah. What's Google that? Calendar is superior to Apple Calendar. Yeah, but that's that's not third-party to me. On me, it is. The Amazon Shopping app is terrible. <laughs> that's true. That is not a good third-party app. TikTok is fantastic, and if Apple made a TikTok, that I'm saying the interface of TikTok is fantastic. Is it? Yes. The swipey, 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 swipe. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just easy. All the buttons are on the right-hand side of the screen, which is the way that you're holding the phone. Right. And the swipe be forever thing is great. Right. And it's just great. Cash App. Cash App is great. That is a great third-party app. Although, it's getting more and more cluttered. It is, yeah. unfortunately. It used yeah. to be good, but it's just like... As an app, don't get me started on the corporation, but the app... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Could competition be synthetically created through this new approach? Convince me. Ultimately, my goal is for all content to work with everything else. Like, I can't tell you how many times I try to download a Reddit GIF. Mm-hmm. 
and I just can't figure out how to do it. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, it just like doesn't work very easily. And if they were using Apple design practices, that wouldn't be an issue. Right. I think there has to be a way of moderating quality content. Maybe a lot of freedoms are given to developers to design like a certain experience. It has a lot of stipulations and a lot of different things that prevent bad choices being made. And it forces the individuals to make a unified approach to it. Do you know that Apple has ridiculously complicated guidelines for how apps are designed already? Yes. So if we enforce them more strongly, I guess. I, I think what would be difficult about that is that you want to you want a system where the marketplace or whatever is competitive so that people want to make better things, but also everyone has to cooperate, right, in order for everything to integrate, which is, you know, how do you do that? (laughs) I I want them to, the areas where I want it to cooperate, I want those areas to be controlled by Apple. For example, if it's your interaction with a file or your interaction with a video or a photo or whatever type of thing, I want it to be able to have the same functionality as any other type of media. You're just describing Windows. <laughs> like the old Windows, like Windows 7. Wait, what, what, how is that? Like if it had a file system that like basically Windows Explorer would come up every time you want to interact with a file, you'd have the same buttons. Hmm. Which I agree with. I think that would be great. System things. Yeah, system things. Like the share sheet on iOS. Yeah, like making the share sheet a standard feature of like all media and all content. And anything can use that because it's an API. But you know not what, everything does use that. You know what's so funny? Force it to be used. 